Welcome to the top of the morning show. It's your girl TT from the D. Are you ready for this Monday? OMG. Can you smell it in the air? What you may be getting a whiff of is the beginning of the school year. Can you believe that we have finally arrived to the first day of school for our Michiganders? I'm a Michigan girl. I'm a D girl. I'm from the D. And so a lot of schools are gearing up. We have a few districts that are starting back after Labor Day. And I can understand why they do that. Because even as a child growing up, my mother always kept us home until after Labor Day. You know, you got a lot of people that are still out of town, still vacationing, they're wiring down or tuning down and getting ready to, you know, celebrate their last hoorah before they bring their kids back. But for those of us that stayed inside the town, stayed inside the state and decided, eh, we're going to go back when we're supposed to, according to the calendar, because whether you know it or not, and I say this because I worked in education for over 28 years, you actually, we have calendar uh, clock hours that we have to make sure that we respect, hold up to, because the, the later we start, the later the kids take to get out of school. So the earlier you start, the better time you have for them to actually get dismissed for the summer early and a lot of kids would say you know i'll take it on i'll take it on the back end right and what's on the back end they're thinking like you know i'd rather have an early summer than a late summer and i don't mind coming back in when it's still beautiful outside we can still walk ride our bikes we don't have to put on coats just yet and we aren't even gonna mention the word that starts with the b and it's four letters boot oops i said it <laughs> so anyway before we get started on today's topic we're gonna shout out a few countries who gives us a lot of love for the top of the morning show and they some also watch us for our tap in tuesday so we're gonna shout out of course the united states we have bahrain india brazil germany canada united kingdom ireland philippines italy new zealand poland Puerto Rico, Japan, Indonesia, Australia, Saudi Arabia, Ukraine, Argentina, Finland, Mexico, Romania, Bulgaria, Israel, France, Netherlands, Switzerland, Bangladesh, Azerbaijan, Spain, Laos, Russia. I don't know how to say this one, but I always say it. K, I spell it. So it's K-Y-R-G-Y-Z-Z-Z-R-S-T-A-N. Okay? Denmark, Egypt, Guam, Lebanon. Maldives, Kuwait, Republic of Lithuania, Republic of Lithuania, 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 I think that's it. Dominica, Angola, Vietnam, Serbia, Portugal, Tunisia, Czech Republic. Okay, and we salute you all from whichever platform you're you're listening, whether it's Spotify, uh, Spotify for podcasters, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, or any other platform. We are super excited and we are grateful for you, the listener, and for you, the viewer. Now, we are going to talk about this morning some tips, safety tips for back to school. For those of you that have back to school students, now I'll say this. It could be from preschool to college, right? Because we got college students. Shout out to my niece who just started her freshman year. Super excited. We had the blessed opportunity to actually travel to go with her on her first time into her dorm and it was such an amazing experience so shout out to 
our beautiful niece, Cheyenne. All right, so listen, let me give you some safety tips for back to school, right? All right, we gotta talk about tips for walkers because a lot of our children walk to school. We have bike riders, right? We got the bus riders. And some of y'all are nervous because you have those teen drivers, okay? So we're gonna talk about that, okay? Give you a couple of tips, right? Because it's hard to believe that summer's coming to an end, but let me tell you, it's winding down. You smell September in the air, and before you know it, we'll be picking pumpkins. Some of us are already visiting cider mills and things of that nature, getting ready for haunted hay rides, just all kind of stuff, fun things, right? But that weather, right? And then we have all kind of ways we have to get our kids to school and get them from school. And a lot of times we expect our children to know certain things, especially when it comes to being safe. And just unfortunately, they're not always privy to knowing what we know. So consider some of the tips Hopefully, they will help you with your child or children, whether it's your biological grandchild, niece, nephew, whomever. Even if you are carpooling or if you are a nanny or your daycare worker, whatever it looks like. Let's jot these things down. So we're going to address walkers right now, right? We want our children to be mindful to always use the public sidewalk. If there is no sidewalk, if they live in a rural area, or if there's construction going on and things of that nature... You want to walk in the street facing oncoming traffic. You don't want to walk with the traffic behind you. So if your child has to walk and there is no sidewalk, teach them to walk with oncoming traffic facing them so they can see the traffic and the traffic can see them. Okay? Tell them to always look both ways before crossing the street. That means not walking and looking while you're walking, but pausing, standing still, looking to your left, looking to your right, especially when you're crossing in this traffic coming from both ways, okay? And please remind them not to enter the street between objects like parked cars, signs, trees, um, even those barrels that's out there. If they're crossing where there's construction, just look both ways to clear. Make sure that if they're out there, teach them how to you know, just make a gesture where they're asking, is it okay to go? And that the driver is nodding or waving or flashing or lights or whatever that looks like for them. That keeps them safe and keeps the driver safe, okay? Teach your children to recognize and obey the traffic signals, okay? When they're crossing and they are obedient by going to the light, okay, when it says green, yes, go. When it says yellow, that means you need to slow down, just stop. I would not encourage kids to start walking or continue to walk when it starts to flash yellow only because you have a lot of those seasoned and unseasoned drivers who think yellow means I can make it. Well, yeah, we don't want to risk the chance that they are going to be hit by accident because they're crossing in the yellow. So please, just tell them. Please, please tell them. Only go on green. When it's red, stop, stop, stop. Okay? And be attentive. Right? And never dart out in front of parked cars. Because guess what? Or walk behind a car that's running. Because a lot of times, people don't check their mirrors. I'm in a whole vehicle and I've been where people are backing out. I'm in a whole car and they're not looking and I have to beep and lay on the horn. You would assume they see me and then they don't because they're clearing one way. They turn their neck maybe to the left. Right? 
and then they proceed to back out. And you're like, OMGZ, if I didn't do that, they would hit my car, right? Imagine backing over a child or a person, right? Okay. Now, parents, for those of you that have very small children, I know you want to empower your kids, but if you've got a preschooler, a first kindergarten, first grader, second grader, maybe even a third grader, you might want to start walking them to school if you don't already do that, letting them walk in groups, right? At least walking them to crosswalks where there are busy cross streets if you are in walking distance, okay? When you have the opportunity available. And creating a route that you both agree upon. A route that will be safe, that your child knows that they can come and go. And, you know, what I wanted to do when my older son was a walker and a bike rider, um, I wanted to find different houses in his path on his route that if he needed to get to a safe house, he knows if I come here, I can come here and you know if you see me, I'm in trouble. You don't even have to um, say, hey, how can I help you or anything? They ring the doorbell and they're there, they're knocking on the door. You know, like, okay, because you're in trouble or you're scared and there is no hesitation. So I didn't do that. I wanted to do that in today's time. We're not like it was in the 80s, early 90s, where people looked out for everybody's child and it didn't matter if that wasn't your child, that you were out there, get home, you know, or a car, you know, like, hey, Johnny, are you okay? Sarah, you all right? Michael, you okay? Katie, you okay? Jessica, you all right? Ashley, you okay? Joseph, you okay? Kenny, you okay? You get it, right? And so we want to go over the safety rules, reviewing, don't talk to strangers, stranger danger, never get into a car without your parents' knowledge or permission. Let's go back to reminding them, if I don't tell you somebody's picking you up, no. If I don't make contact with that school and it's somebody that's on your emergency contact list, you ain't getting picked up. Okay? Emergencies happen, but moms, dads, caretakers, you got to make sure that you communicate with the adults that are governing over your children Monday through Friday when they're off to school. They are responsible. Let me tell you something that parents don't know, and some of you educators may know, may not pay attention to, especially the younger ones. No shade, but it's true. You are responsible for children from the moment they leave their home and they get to school. When they leave their, your school and until they get home, they're still under your responsibility. And I know you're like, well, once they leave, how am I supposed to know? Yeah, I know. It's a sticky thing, but we're responsible as educators from the time they leave. Once they enter our building, they are now our children. Not just our classroom children, but they are our extended daughters and extended sons. And even the naughty ones. Yes, them too, right? And teach them. Don't walk and text. Don't walk and be on your phone. Be fully alert. Be aware of your surroundings, your comings, and your goings. Because please believe, there are crazy people out there. There are stalkers. There are kidnappers and people that want you harm. Unfortunately, this is the reality in which we live. We have to be true about it. So we don't want to have the predator or the lurker to have any upper hand on our children. right? And we want to also remind them not to walk with earbuds in their ear or headphones up to a point where they are not hearing their surroundings, where they can hear footsteps behind them, where they can hear a car rolling up, a car door slamming or shutting or a 
screamed or cracking. You want to hear all of these things. I know this is a lot. I know you're like, oh my God, we're going to be fearful. No, we don't want to create fear, but we do want them to be alert and aware. We have to live in the reality in which we live, but also make sure that our children are riding and living with us. Okay. Now let's address bike riders. Mm-hmm. All right. Now my son hates to do it, but I don't care. It don't look cool. I don't care. I don't care. And I use the example of course, it's a lot harsher, but a really cool cop that worked for Oak Park. Super cool. Super cool. Lost his life. Bike rider. Motorcycle. Okay. But he ends up riding his motorcycle. Didn't have a helmet on because it's not a required law with bike riders. But it's a leather hedge of protection. End up getting thrown off, having a little accident, thrown off his bike. And, uh didn't have a helmet on lost his life okay so we want to practice and teach our children to wear their helmets it might not be cool but it'll help save you right you don't want to have to end up with brain damage okay we want to teach them to check with the school or we want to check with the school i should say about if your child can ride a bike to school if there's a safe place for them to park their bike lock their bikes up so nobody takes them and they're safe right we also want to talk about children need to know the rules of the road riding their bikes in a single file on the right side of the road. Coming to a complete stop before crossing the street, looking both ways as if they were walking or crossing, okay? We want to also, as we do our walkers, practice the route from school. What is your route? What is your safe route, okay? You should only have one route, okay? Even if there's constructions, you still, we, we adjust to it, but you should have a, one route, okay? Unless you walk in with friends and you guys are, you know, drop-off point like okay we all walk to this point but hopefully kids are walking to school and don't have to ever walk by, by themselves but if they do make sure that they know the route and make sure that they are walking in open areas not through uh, back alleys dead ends things of that nature no um when they're riding their bike and they're riding their bike with friends there's safety in numbers you know there's other bike riders along their path in their route See about them meeting up at the same time together, right? Telling them to watch for opening car doors and other things like dogs, okay? Use hand signals when turning, okay? Well, now that's something we have to teach our kids because I don't even remember hand signals with turning, okay? I would come to a complete stop and make sure I can go. And then you want to remind them, especially if they ride their bikes in the early part of the day when it's still kind of light to dark out, and then in the nighttime when it's getting from light to dark, then you want to make sure that they are able to be seen. So you want to encourage them to wear bright colors or carry a reflective vest in their backpack, okay, or under their clothes or just wear it. Now, bus riders. Mm-hmm. Bus riders arrive early to your bus stops. Weather permits you sometimes to pull up earlier. Sometimes it holds you up and makes the bus arrive later. You don't want to worry about running and missing the bus and trying to get and run to the bus stop and across and then trying to catch the bus and just arrive early. Let me tell you this little secret to tell your kids. If you are on time, you are late. If you are late, then you are just naughty. If you're early, you're on time. Okay? So if they're early, that means they're on time. You don't risk being late. You don't risk missing the bus. If you're on time, it's very it's a very good chance you could have missed the bus because that bus could be had kids that weren't on the route. That means that they get to you a little earlier, right? Teach them about lining up at least six feet away from the curve 
when the bus approaches because you never know what could happen. Anything can happen. And when riding a bus, wait for the bus to come to a complete standstill. Stop before you decide that you want to get up from your seat and walk, okay, towards the doors. And don't shout to distract the driver, the bus driver, the bus aides. There's a bus aide normally on buses, full buses anyway. And that's what they're there for. If you have a question, you have a concern, you can address that with your bus aide if you have one. If you don't, then you want to make sure when that driver comes to a stop picking up a child, you can say, Miss So-and-so or Mr. So-and-so, and proceed with your question or your concern. And never, ever, ever, ever walk in the driver's blind spot, okay? Never, ever walk where the bus can't see you, okay? Always cross in front of the bus. Don't be crossing behind, because what if the bus got to back up for whatever reason and they don't see you? Now, let's get to our teen drivers. Oh, my God. Here's one that us adults have to adhere to, respect, understand, and follow suit. No texting while driving, okay? The other one, don't take a call on your phone unless you have handheld free options in your car. That means your car is paired up. You've got it on Bluetooth upon getting ready to pull off. You understand? You don't want to give anybody the opportunity to not make it home, and you don't want to be the reason why you don't make it home. Okay, don't be worrying about changing the music on your phone because you paired it up. You better wait and control things through that dial. Okay, plan to get to school early. Accidents increase when defensive driving takes place when students and people are feeling like, oh, I gotta hurry, I'm gonna be late. Yeah, no, get to school early if you can, especially if you're a driver. Why aren't you getting there early? You have a whole car. Okay. Uh, remind your students, your team drivers, to slow down in school zones. This is not a race car. This is not a uh, go-kart race lane. This is real driving pavement, and these are real people walking in real zones, and you need to be really, really safe, right? And students with a level 2 driver license in Michigan, let me remind you, cannot take more than one passenger under the age of 21 in the car. Okay. So if you have a segment two driver and you have (laughs) more than two children, I am so sorry. I'm actually, actually more than one driver. Your child that's driving cannot drive the kids to school with a level two. I just want to remind somebody that somebody this morning needs to hear that. This week needs to hear that, respect that and adhere to that. You don't want to have your child getting a whole ticket way before they need to get a ticket. So listen up, okay? Listen up, pay attention. And just overall, let's be safe, okay? Teach your children to be safe. No matter what it is they're doing, no matter where they're going, how they're getting there, we want to get there safe, okay? Be mindful if you are at work and your child is on their way to school or on their way from school. Remind them to always let you know. Shoot you a text. I prefer a phone call. Hey, mom. Hey, dad. I'm on my way to school. Let them know. Text me. Call me when you get ready to walk into school. Okay? I want to know you made it to your destination and from your destination. It's the simple things, ladies and gentlemen. It's the simple things. And to all of the children, I wish you a wonderful 23-24 school year. To all the parents, I wish you a wonderful 23-24 school year. To all the educators out there, I wish you a wonderful 23-24 school year. I hope that this is one of the most amazing years 
let this be a bright year. We've endured a lot in the last couple of years since the pandemic. Some people are still taking precautions. There's nothing wrong with it. Keep that hand sanitizer. Keep mask on deck. Kids start coughing. Tell your kid put that mask on. Because it could be a cold. It could be COVID. It could be the flu. It could just be bronchitis. It could be seasonal seasonal allergies. We don't know. But what you don't want to do is risk it. Don't risk it all just because you want to be cute. As my son said, I want to see, uh, I have a nice jawline. I want my friends to see it. I want you to be safe. I don't care about your jawline. How about that? So, with that note being said, I hope that you'll tune in tomorrow morning for the Top of the Morning Show. And remember, we are just days away from kicking off for the 30-day scripture challenge. And I am super excited. I can't wait to bring that to you. You're going to get it seven days a week for the month of September. And you'll also get four tapping Tuesday. And we will talk about the scriptures that we talked about on that Monday prior to that Tuesday. And we might be talking about what we'll cover in the days to come. This is your girl Titi from the D. And I'll see you soon.